0: The All-Electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Well,
1: g'day, good afternoon, and welcome to Sports Day for your Monday afternoon, the 4th of December. A big thank you to Hayes and Mato for a fantastic job this afternoon to uh, get us back from the weekend and welcome back to Jimmy as well, uh, back from Japan it's been oh, all the buzz here around the uh, workplace and uh, it's good to have him back, <laughs> back in uh, the house and uh, back with us here at SEN as it is also with you, so thanks for joining us this afternoon, we've got a lot to get through and we're also going to roll out our best 22 of 2023 I think I've almost picked you know the sort of the, the skeleton, if you will, of our uh, best 22 for the year. So I'll uh, get your input on that as well uh, very shortly, but I uh, look forward to revealing some of that. We'll go into some of Mitch Johnson's comments and uh, also from uh, hearing just from a couple of different people around the way and what how they took on the comments and also how they've uh, reflected on uh, just why now and uh, the different timing and, you know, just the content of sort of what has been said. Uh, We've seen James Erskine, Dave Warner's manager, go on Sports Day Victoria. So we'll have some of the comments that he made from there as well. But uh, plenty to get through this afternoon on Sports Day with Paul Heath. Uh, The Temperate Bedshed text line is the best place to get involved, 0487 736 736. Or, of course, you can give us a call this afternoon on 13 12 55. That is thanks to Bedshed, the Experts in temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases. You can check the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com.au. And we are here thanks to Kia Epic has arrived. The All Electric Kia EV9, the All Electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometers of range. Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 45 years. And a big welcome to Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. So uh, very excited to have you here with us on Sports Day this afternoon. But for the good oil for Cobram Estate, uh, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil, uh, let's take some comments, shall we, from Dave Warner's manager, uh, James Erskine, when he joined uh, Sports Day Victoria earlier this afternoon with sort of his, well, a bit of a word from inside the Warner camp, if you will, and how they've taken on uh, some of the comments from Mitch Johnson's article and also what they've what they're feeling about how they've reflected on some of the other responses so far after Mitch Johnson's article, which has just absolutely bounced David Warner. Here is David Dave Warner's manager, James Erskine.
2: I haven't spoken to him and, and, you know, quite frankly, it, it would not be on his radar or, or really my radar. It wasn't until I actually got a note from you, you know, and I actually started reading it. I mean, But Mitchell Johnson was a fine player um, and, uh, you know, represented Australia, um, you know, I think got 300 and over 313 test wickets and he's entitled to his opinion. Um, But at the end of the day, what surprises me is all these ex cricketers who uh, basically have a crack at the current lot. I mean, you would never get that happening in golf where Arnold Palmer was criticizing, you know, Nick Faldo or whether, you know, you know, Chrissy Everett would have a crack at somebody else, you know, who was currently playing. And I, I, I think it's a bit sad in a way. I mean, um, you know, I, 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 don't think, I'm sure they have an opinion, but I think it's to get a headline and, um, you don't. I mean, my black Labrador could work out that, you know, who are the contenders to basically take the spot? I mean, there's Cameron Bancroft, there's Matthew Renshaw, there's Marcus Harris. I mean, collectively, they have averages of, you know, in the mid-20s. I think the highest is 29 and the lowest is 25. And, uh, you know, David Warner's played 109 test matches and, you know, got an average of 44, 44.4, 4, got over... eight eight and a half thousand runs. So if anyone listening thought that David Warner wanted to play test cricket for Australia, if he didn't think he was up to it, you know, then they're wrong. He's, he's been a battler all his life. You know, he's a guy from the wrong side of the tracks. He's a guy that's, you know, gone and scraped a living and gone and done this and been very successful at it. But he doesn't want to just, he doesn't want a swan song. He wants to. He thinks he's the best guy for the job, and I, I think the figures show it. But you know, I think if he goes and gets two ducks in the first test match, they'll drop him. But you know, he won't. That's David Warner's
1: manager, James Erskine, uh, sort of responding to Mitch Johnson's article on Sports Day Victoria earlier this afternoon. So just repeating a couple of those comments. Quite frankly, it would not be on his radar or even my radar. Mitchell Johnson was a fine player and he's entitled to his opinion. I think it's a bit sad in a way. I think it's to get a headline. He's been a battler his whole life. David Warner, he's talking about there. He doesn't want a swan song. He thinks he's the best guy for the job. And I think the figures show it. And I think if he goes and gets two, Ducks in the first test match, they'll drop him. But he won't, such is the uh, confidence there of uh, Dave Warner's manager. But let us know your thoughts on the uh, ongoing uh, <laughs> onslaught or you know saga. Is it all those in favour of calling it a saga at the moment? 0487 736 736. Or give us a call this afternoon on Sports Day 13 12 55. Uh, that's thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold pressed in in Northern Victoria. But uh, let's j- jump in after that to our top five at five. Th- thanks to Novus. There's a Novus Autoglass near you on 13-22-34. We're going to go through five of the biggest moments across the weekend that you might have missed or might have just been loving to check out as well. And let's get it underway right here. Number
0: five. And a three. from the corner. Ah! Oh! See, that was planned the whole time, Tim. Ty Webster steps around Valentine, and the crowd is making some noise. Bolden <laughs> gets around and jams it in, oh. and stares down Pinder. Sar jams, jams it in, and, and one. Sar read it well off oh. the glass and makes the two. Bryce, yes, makes the three, and Perth the back in front. Cotton for three. There he is, bang! Oh. Big block, Pinder. Wow. wow. It was off the glass and it. makes the two and he goes to the line. Foul shot got his own rebound and put it back in the hole. Off the glass, oh, oh, no. got got just it. over the top of Adams. And all of a sudden, this crowd is making some noise. Bruce the fadeaway, Usher, yeah, big that's two. Tough. That's clutch by Usher. So Perth are going to win. This will be six in a row and this will be the sweetest of them all.
2: Jesus and the absolute. man who has the ball in his <laughs> hands.
0: Says that is my job. 41 points, Bryce Cotton. Perth win. 12,000 fans are on their feet, standing together. 114
1: 105. Yeah, and a great job from Tim Gossage and Mike Ellis to call the game on Friday night as well as the Perth Wildcats extended their win streak, or should that be, win streak, to six as Bryce Cotton down 41 points against the Sydney Kings. Just an absolutely crazy game to see the Wildcats put up 114 points and defend against 105 against a Sydney Kings team that was just running so hot. Uh so yeah uh, uh, Bryce Cotton, three-time, MVL, MBL MVP, even more remarkable. He had three points a quarter time, 13 at the half. He finishes with 41 overall. Uh, Christian Doolittle had a great cameo in the first quarter. Alex Saar in the third was huge, and Keanu Pinder had 10 points in the final term. Jesse Wagstaff, once again, led from the front. He hit three threes among his 14 points, and he reached double figures alongside Cotton. Uh, Pinder, who finished with 18 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. And Alex Saar, 15 points and five rebounds. A great effort in front of that Miami Heat uh, scout that was there on Friday night and also in front of Tony Yayo. And, of course, hashtag free Yayo. We're all wearing our Yayo shirts back in the early 2000s when uh, G-Unit was a uh, big thing back then, showing my age just the smallest little bit. Both uh, sides struggled to hit their shots early, but Jonah Bolden was not one of those guys that was struggling out there. He uh, finished with 28 points, a team high for the Kings. Couldn't miss at a point out there and you thought thought, oh, this could be an ugly night for the Cats, but they got it done, and that's six in a row now. They take it on the road next week before another home game just before Christmas, Uh, so we'll see if they get to make it seven, and then hopefully eight wins in a row, the Perth Wildcats.
2: Number four.
0: It is back-to-back for Ashley Buhai. For the second straight year, she takes the Patricia Bridges Bowl and is the ISPS Hander Australian Open champion yeah. 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 is the ISBS yeah. Handa
1: Joaquin Neiman winning his maiden Australian Open crown, his first European Tour victory since joining Live Golf as well. Downing Rakuya Hoshino in a dramatic playoff at the Australian Golf Club on Sunday afternoon. He had a two-stroke advantage uh, at one stage, but hit a bogey on the 17th. They brought him back to the field a little bit before making a stunning birdie on the 18th after hitting his tee shot into the fan area and carded a stunning 5-under, 66 to lead by one in the clubhouse. Hoshino made a birdie. On the 17th to tie up, but made victory in regular play an outside chance when he found trouble off the tee on 18th. But uh, when it went to the uh, extra holes, Neiman turned it on with a shot where he couldn't see the green, but put it into an almost eagle to take out the championship from there. So Minwoo Lee started the day in a share of the lead with Hoshino, but failed to really fire for the second day in a row, making only one birdie and two bogeys to finish one over for the day and two strokes off the lead in third. He only made Two birdies in his final 32 holes. And uh, on the last day as well, six players held either the outright or shares of the lead on what was a dramatic final day at the Australian and certainly putting out the calls for more big tournament golf here in Australia because we just do a fantastic job of holding on to it.
0: Number three. They put it into the middle of the ground. But it's all over. Brisbane stamped there. teams claims their second premiership in five attempts. Brisbane victors by 17 points.
1: I hope people like the style of play we
2: deliver. I don't know what you felt like as a spectacle today. Did you enjoy the footy? Yeah, it's um, look, we're, we're high pressure
1: and you know, a bit manic going forward. We'd like to have a little bit more cleaner method going forward, but um, we enjoy playing that style. We think our supporters love it, um, and we like to go f- forward and score. So you know, a seven-goal to um, whatever North had four, like that's that's a much better outcome than what we had last year when we were sort of two goals each, which was sort of something that I know we would lost the game, but it sort of grated on me a little bit that we'd sort of put on a not such a good spectacle.
2: Oh, it's got to be disappointment. Um, you know. We spoke, spoke about climbing the mountain and uh, we've taken so many steps forward and, you know, even at uh, three-quarter time, you know, to be in a
1: position, you know, to put ourselves in a position to uh, to win that game, you know, win our first ever AFLW Premiership. Um, we are right there, but, uh, yeah, just couldn't finish the job. Great end to a fantastic season of the AFLW. You heard the uh, finishing moments. Craig Starsevich, the winning... Uh winning coach and also Darren Crocker, the losing coach there uh, from the two teams on the weekend. But uh, Brisbane turning it around after being the runner-ups last season to get their second AFLW premiership in the club's history. They came into the match after defeating Adelaide in the qualifying final, Geelong in the prelim final, and only had one premiership to their name after four previous tries. But like they'd done all year, North Melbourne fought hard to wrestle the game back across the whole year and into the finals as well. As well, But ultimately, the experience of the Lions proved to be the difference with the help of an Ally Hampson goal. Uh, she kicked two on the day. Best on-ground skipper, Brianna Conan had 19 disposals and one goal. Uh, she kicked the sealer. The Lions were crowned premiers of the AFLW for season eight after claiming a 44-27 to victory. A great moment from the weekend.
0: Number two. Sounded good, but it's gone straight up. No, it goes over the top. It's six. Off her first for Hinckley. Oh my God, I thought that was straight up again. It was going to be Barsby's. That was amazing. She looks to. This time she doesn't get all of it. Underneath it is Barsby who takes the catch. Six and out for Hinkley. Across Lucrecia, make sure she can reach this ball for the final. Doesn't have the distance. Mashangwe will track back, hold on to it, throw it in, and there it is. The Adelaide Strikers have gone back to back, but even bigger for them, they've gone back to back at their home ground. The Adelaide Oval in front of a magnificent crowd. A sea of blue can cheer in the celebrations.
1: That's the Adelaide Strikers uh, downing the Brisbane Heat by three runs to claim consecutive WBBL titles. Chasing Adelaide's 5 for 125, the Heat reach 8 for 122 in Saturday night's final, at Adelaide Oval. It's amazing when they get to these finals that the runs can tighten up. We saw the uh, Scorchers have to chase down about 190 to uh, make it through or try and make it through one of their Eliminator finals. But just gets to that final and you wondered if, you know, that 125 would be enough. And it certainly was as the... Uh, the Adelaide Strikers joined the Sydney Thunder, the Sydney Sixers and the Heat as winners of two WBBL gr- uh, crowns. A fantastic crowd of 12,379 uh, was there. The largest crowd ever for a women's cr- cricket game in Adelaide. Uh, the second highest for a WBBL standalone fixture behind the 15,500 who attended the 2021 final here in Perth. Talia McGrath, two for 16. Megan Schutt, two for 30. Really tightened the screws before star leg spinner Amanda Jade Wellington delivered. The the final over with Brisbane needing 13 to win. The Heat required 11 from the last three balls and Michaela Hinkley cracked a 6. Next ball, she fell about 2 metres short of delivering victory when caught just inside the mid-off boundary by Gemma Barsby and with 5 required off the final ball, the Heat's Nicola Hancock, who earlier started with the ball, could only muster a single. So Wellington finished with 3 for 16 and the player of the match award, but the Adelaide Strikers are back-to-back WBBL champions.
2: Number 1. The letter that came through just prior to the awards, um, it, it is hard to talk about what it means. The Netball Australia Awards is like one of my favourite events. I oh, know, I'm getting about it. Um, yeah,
0: it's, yeah it's, been, uh, it's been really
2: hard. And I think all of us just want to be able to um, move forward with what we think is fair and reasonable for our player group. We want to feel like we're we're valued. We want to feel like we're respected and listened to. And um, yeah, hopefully um, tomorrow when um, we're in the room, we'll be able to um, get something done for our players. Sorry,
1: we're not unique. Um, is it ideal? Absolutely not. Will there be a, a potential ripple effect? Potentially, but um, every sport goes through a pay negotiation and we've seen a number of them this year and and none of them really go well. You know, there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of different ideas and and certainly competing agendas. Um, So every sport goes through it we are not unique but we, we, we want to get through it as quick as we possibly can because there is so much more to look forward to for this sport and that's where we want to spend our energy netball Australia CEO Kelly Ryan and before that Joe Weston speaking about the netball uh, sort of pay war that's been going on and we saw a resolution over the weekend after the sports governing body and the Players Association finally agreed to a new pay deal uh, Code Sports was reporting that netball Australia and the Australian Netball Players Association have agreed on a new CPA that will run through through to September 2026. Friday's Friday's meeting featured an appearance from Federal Government Minister and former unions boss Bill Shorten and a reiteration of the 21 unanimous resolutions presented by the players on Thursday. At the heart of a new agreement is a revenue-sharing model for sponsorship money exceeding projections. The new deal is a revenue-share agreement based on the players' terms, not reliant on the Super Netball competition breaking even. But both parties have agreed that Australian netball's significant debt must be repaid first, but the players will receive an 11% increase on base salaries over three years as well as 3% annually on private health insurance contributions and back pay from October 1st the date from which all players have been uncontracted and unpaid so it sounds like good news we'll keep an eye on it and uh, see how it develops and hopefully we have good news and the uh, Super Netball uh, competition is back on track very very soon but that's your top five at five for this Monday thanks to Novus don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill call Novus Autoglass on 1322 34. You're with Paul Heath on Sports Day for this Monday afternoon. Simon from Claremont has got involved on the temperate bedshed. Text line 0487 736 736 is the place to do it if you'd like to do it like Simon has. And he says that Bradman retired with an average of 99. Not really the point, is it? Have to plan for the future at some point. That's around uh, David Warner not wanting a retirement tour, just uh, thinking he's the best man for the job uh, overall. But uh, we'll wait and see how that all uh, continues to develop on. hey, Coming up next, we will give you a little bit of a recap of the Mitch Johnson goes bang saga and also introduce you to a couple of our first uh, moments of the best 22 of 2023. That's coming up next on Sports Day with Paul Heath. But uh, Sports Day is thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. We'll be right back just after this.